Welcome to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com. Good morning, Memphis. Good morning across the 50 states. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop, and I'm your host, Joe Garner, Mortgage Loan Officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Thank you to Joe Rojas of Quality Title Group here in Memphis for sponsoring Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. Your real estate closings, if you're doing one in Tennessee or Mississippi, contact Joe Rojas at 901-289-5821. Our general topic is common real estate appraisal problems and how to fix them. And if you have a question or comment while we're live, uh, text me at 901-482-0354 or call me directly off the show at the same number, 901-482-0354. You can call us while we're live in the studio, though, Tom, at 901-535-9732. And today is June 24th, 2017. It's getting, it's coming on through the year. And have you... Have you ever had an appraisal cause havoc with your real estate transaction? Our appraisal expert is Tom King, and he's going to be talking about some common appraisal problems and how to fix them. So, as the mortgage expert, I'm going to be coming around and giving you some workarounds to those problems when it affects your mortgage loan. So, we're going to be talking about problems, but we're going to be talking about how to fix them. Tom, it's always fun having having you sitting across the table from me at the coffee table. Well, it's good to be here. My name is Tom King. My company is Bill King Company. It's named after my father. I've been in business for about over 40 years, and uh, I love what I do. I appraise houses in uh, Tennessee and the Shelby, Tipton, and Fayette County area. Don't go to Mississippi. I don't go to Arkansas. So I have a lot of fun with that. Well, you do other types of appraisals, too. What other type of, of appraisals do you do besides the mortgage appraisals? Well, I specialize in mortgage loan, but I also do appraisals for uh, uh, relocation. I love doing that when people get transferred. also do uh, uh, appraisals where, like I, one I did the other day, where uh, a person that died had three children, and one of the three children wanted to buy the other two out and they did an appraisal so everybody is happy also estate tax divorce all that good stuff you stay so busy tom if it you has really to do, do with houses and appraisal i'll be happy to do it <laughs> all right how do we reach you tom give me a call at 901-487-6989 well you know uh, yesterday i did something that was kind of fun i called up about 20 realtors that work in different parts of the mid-south area and uh, even one of the agents worked in the nashville area just to find out what kind of appraisal snafus they've been experiencing. And in most areas, including Crittenden County across the river in Arkansas, the biggest problem is a growing demand of home buyers, but a shortage of homes on the market for them to buy. And the old rule, you know, applies uh, supply and demand driving those prices up. Well, the deal is good for the buyers because they can lock in that really low fixed rate mortgage and enjoy low house notes for as long as they have the house. The deal's good for the sellers because some of these houses sell the same day they're put on the market. In really competitive markets, sellers are getting multiple offers on their homes. Some buyers are offering even 2000 or even $10,000. Sometimes more. more. I've seen sometimes more than that. Really? It's just amazing. Almost 5 to 10% over list. Over the list price. Yes. I know it. It's just, I've never seen a market quite like this. Appraisers are coming in closer to the original listed price, though, of the house instead of that higher price offered by the buyers in a lot of cases. 
some realtors say it seems like the market's just moving up so fast that it doesn't give the appraisers time to get uh, the higher comparable sales on the books or uh, before they're going up again. Some agents have been able to appeal, though, appeal that appraisal and get closer to the price they need. Tom, from your expert point of view, how is the best way to appeal an appraisal and still stay within the government regulations? All right, that's a great question, and I'm going to give you a few tips. First of all, stay within 10 to 20% of the square footage of your house. Get a copy of the appraisal, find the square footage of it. If it's like uh, 1,500 square feet, you want to search houses from 12 to 1,800 square feet. Don't give me a house that has 800 square feet and selling for a whole lot less. That doesn't work. Next thing is look at the price per square foot of those homes. If your home is selling for, uh, say, $120 a square foot, and you look at all the sales, and you can do this very easily with uh, the MLS system and MAR data, just click on that price per square foot and see what uh, the, the prices are. And if everything else is selling for 90 to $110 a square foot and you're at 120 you might have a problem. Otherwise, you might be able to find some sales that can, af- that can appeal that value if you see some that are higher. Square- price per square foot doesn't mean everything, but it, it is nice to have. And some of those houses that may sell for more per square foot may have a swimming pool, a guest house, or something like that. Dig into them a little bit before you just copy them down based on that so do some research put some sales on there and uh the other thing to do is you may want to widen your area a little bit like uh, uh some some people say well i'm in the carrieville area and i'm right at uh, uh shelton road in peterson lake say and uh i don't want to go within a half a mile of that well the person that's going to buy in that area is going to look in that whole big area uh, maybe from Bahalia all the way to the county line uh, Shelby County line and north of Poplar. So, you know, widen that area out a little bit and find stuff. We don't. We can we can use sales that are over one mile away. We just have to have a reason for it. And if that house over one mile away is a good comparable, that's a good reason for it. Now, the reason you can't say, well, that'll make my sale work. That's not a good reason. <laughs> but you do have to do all that research and see where the best sales are. And maybe the most recent. So uh, that's that's some tips on how we can do it. We may go into it a little bit more later. Well, and uh, just a little note on ways you can't appeal an appraisal. Uh, there's a firewall now. And, Tom, talk a little bit about the firewall between the mortgage companies and the appraisal. Okay. A lot of people, even seasoned real estate agents, think they can call me up, and I'm happy to talk to them, and say, hey, uh, we need you to uh, do an appeal on this appraisal. I said, well, No, there's a firewall between me and the mortgage company. I can't just change the appraisal. I can't change anything on that appraisal until the mortgage company tells me to because Mm -hmm. we can't even send it in most of our uh, software until they ask for it to be sent or ask for a revision. So your appeal needs to go through the mortgage company, and there's a firewall between me and them, and then the mortgage company will send it through the appraisal management company, which will get it to me. I know that sounds convoluted in a lot of ways, but I can't just change an appraisal. Right. And, you know, the mortgage companies, uh, I cannot appeal a value uh, as a mortgage officer straight to that appraisal uh, appraiser. 
Now, uh, we go through a third-party agency that is a, a government-approved third-party agency that the, when we order an appraisal, we call them, and then they spin the dial, and whoever it lands on is who the appraiser gets to go out there. And uh, appraiser goes out there, does the job, sends the appraisal back to the third-party agency, which reviews it, and then sends it to me. So if we're appealing, and I have appealed, and I will say successfully in some cases, other cases, no, but... I have appealed where I went, um, the agent, the realtors went and got comparables like you're talking about, Tom. They put some really good um, reasons in there why they think that the value should have been higher. Maybe they, they didn't think the appraiser used the right comps. And they, they sent it back to the third-party agency, within, which then turned it back over to me. So we go through that agency, but we can we can appeal. But, you know, there there appears to be a somewhat of a perfect storm that is making the real estate market hot right now. And mortgage rates are, gosh, I mean, they're they're around the lowest they've been all year. Beware of next week, though. <laughs> Some of the uh, economic data coming out could cause the price of mortgage rates to move up again. And if you don't like risk, you should probably lock your rate. Right now, the 30-year conventional rates are around 3.875 to 4 and a quarter, depending on several factors in the loan. The 15-year fixed rate ended the day around the low to mid-threes. Other news is that Fannie Mae, which is one of the biggest uh, mortgage buyers, and they have a lot of the big guidelines, they're coming out with some new guidelines that are going to make it easier for some stronger borrowers to qualify for mortgages, even though their income-to-debt ratios may be higher than that standard 45%. New guidelines are easing the way for aspiring home buyers with student loan debt, Millennials are the hope of the housing market, some of the experts are pointing out, so they're trying to make that way a little easier. Let's put your mortgage scenario into my calculator. You might find buying a house is much less expensive than renting. You might be able to consolidate some higher interest rate debt into one low fixed rate mortgage and still be able to pay your mortgage off early for those who already own your home. Call me at 901-482-0354 or email me, jo at jogarner.com. But you have to talk with me personally to work with me personally. I want to work with you. When we come back from break, Tom is going to describe some appraisal situations that can cause people trouble. But Tom knows how some of these problems can be fixed. So you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. Give us a call while we're live today by calling the studio at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm Peggy Lau, an independent representative with World Ventures from Memphis, Tennessee, and you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now back to your host, the amazing Joe Garner. And you know, all these years, people thought that that was a song from a, a guy that to his girlfriend, but they didn't realize that song's actually uh, what realtors sing to the appraisers. <laughs> Build me up, Buttercup. Don't go. let me down. <laughs> well, we try not to. <laughs> well, you're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I'm a mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust here in the Memphis area. But uh, you know what? I work all over the nation. 
So if you know somebody that uh, needs to refinance their house or maybe they're wanting to buy a house, I would be honored to be on the journey with them as their lender. So give me a call, 901-482-0354. In the studio, we have Tom King, who is an expert appraiser. He's been in the business over 40 years. And, you know, we're talking about common real estate problems and how to fix them. So if you have a story or you have a question or a conundrum, Give us a call while we're live today in the studio at 901-535-9732. But you know, Tom, this is our favorite time when we kind of lay back and have a little fun. Um, we like to do our Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest, which is brought to you by the notable Memphis historian Jimmy Ogle. Jimmy Ogle offers free historic walking tours in downtown Memphis in the spring and fall. For more information about Jimmy Ogle, go to jimmyogle.com. The Look Back Memphis Trivia Contest is sponsored by John and Jennifer Lawhon of Lawhon Landscape, 901-754-7474. The Lawhons can help you plan your landscaping if you have a big, big project or a little project, or hey, you can do the big one in, in phases. That's right. The Lawhons are giving away a $25 gift card to the first person with the correct trivia answer. If you know the answer to our trivia question, call us at... 901-535-9732. And here's our question for the day. I am located in the heart of the metropolitan Memphis area, and I flourish with a variety of plants, birds, reptiles. I don't know about reptiles. I... <laughs> <laughs> Amphibians and mammals. Who am I? I said, these grounds, I'll give you some hints. These grounds were developed as a summer home for the 20th century Memphis entre- entrepreneur Clarence Saunders, and in the mid-1900s, my land was bound by Park on the north, Ridgeway on the east, Quince on the south, and Linfield on the west, and I'm bordered by a white wooden fence. It's one of my residents in the original house, a 20,000-foot log cabin, was a Major League Baseball Hall of Famer, Bill Terry, and I hail from a Memphis, a leading Memphis citizen in the middle 20th century. That's, I mean, that should nail it down at our, our we should. Uh, we should get a call on that. We should that. get a call you on that. You did a great job on that. Give us a call at 901-535-9732 if you know the answer. Well, you know, I think you did. I think we're going to get an, we're going to get somebody with the answer to that. That's right. Tom, you know, when we left off, you were still talking about how to appeal an appraisal properly. So can you pick up with that yeah, and continue? I'll summarize real quick. Uh, stay within 10 to 20 percent of the square foot footage and 10 to 20 percent of the sales price one agent gave me a comparable sale uh the south the house was selling for like two hundred and thirty thousand. gave me a sale at 180 we can't adjust that far and don't give me a sale at three hundred thousand. <laughs> you know we have to stay in that range um another thing it has to be done in writing and when that appraisal comes in low there's a lot of emotion involved and what i say is Try to write the letter like you're asking your boss for a raise. What I mean by that is I've seen letters that start off by saying, you know, you're ugly, your mother dresses you funny, you're incompetent, you hadn't been in business long, you don't know the area, you don't live there, and just just write out a list of insults to the appraiser. And then, oh, by the way, please raise my appraisal. <laughs> so, you know, we have feelings too, you know. So try to try to write it in a, in a nice way maybe write it look it over sleep on it one night and then read it the next morning and see how you would like to be that person receiving that letter receiving that letter so uh and put some good sales include address sales price sales date 
stay within one year if you can. Maybe in very rare circumstances, we can go back two years, but not very often. Stay within one year. I, I had an agent send me a, a a house to look at on on a review and appraisal, and it was seven years old. And we can't go back that far. <laughs> so uh, those are some more tips, and I, I hope that has helped. Well, you know, I was talking to an agent uh, yesterday, Tom, and he'd been in the business a long time. He'd had a problem with a recent uh, appraisal that came in really low, and the appraiser uh, and it wasn't. This wasn't my transaction, by the way. The appraiser turns out is from Alabama, not from Memphis at all. So, can you um, talk about how lenders and buyers and sellers can protect themselves legally from an appraiser who is geographically incompetent? All right, we talked about this a little bit on Facebook Live, and that's a great question. There's two things you need to do. Number one, go to the internet, Tennessee Department of Commerce and Insurance. Do a license search. Go to real estate appraisers. I know this sounds complicated, but it's not that bad. And you can review it on the blog Monday on jogarner.com. Yes. And look up that appraiser's name. It'll tell you where that appraiser lives. If he's licensed in Tennessee, he's got to put an address in there. If he's from, uh, say, Trenton, Tennessee, or something like that, or Senatobia, that's a big red flag. That's a big, long way away from that's Memphis. That's a long way away, like 50, 75 miles away. Now, this this person may be competent. The next thing to do is call your real estate agent and have them look in the uh, Memphis Area Association of Realtors uh, website, and you can do a membership search. That person, the appraiser, really has to be a member of the MLS system to competently appraise that house. And what I mean by that, just about every mortgage company wants to have some verification other than just a deed number. And they want to have uh, time on market and an MLS number. You cannot get that if you are not a member of MLS. And so if these things happen, if those two things occur, you can call your uh, mortgage company and say, I don't think this guy is competent and I don't want him to come out to my house. And this is the reason why. And I'd say if, if they verify all that, that mortgage company would be in in trouble if you mm-hmm. alert them to that on mm-hmm. the front end. Don't do it on the back end because no. the guy's already been there. Right. So before he that, goes out, yeah, do that search, and it probably takes a good five minutes. That's good information. Well, you know what, Tom, we haven't we have a winner, and we've got Marie on the line, and she has won this trivia contest. Marie, what is the answer to our look back Memphis trivia contest? Uh, Lichterman Nature Center. That's you are right. exactly right. So what gave it away for you? Uh, the location. Yeah, it was pretty no-brainer, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever been out there? No, I haven't. I need to go. Girl, it is it is really nice. I used to go out there back in the day when I'd get stressed out. I'd take off and go down there and just walk those um, trails and be out there at the lake. I had a friend of mine with me, and uh, she likes to eat duck. <laughs> And I like to, I think ducks are pretty. So I said, oh, look at these sweet little ducks. And she says, yum, yum, yum. Let's have them for dinner. But <laughs> but there's raccoons and there's squirrels and there's all kinds of uh, birds and things. And you can see them. They're all there. You can see them up wow. close. But thank you for calling. And uh, we appreciate you playing the game with us, the Look Back uh, Memphis Trivia Contest, Marie. And Leave your name and your address and phone number with our producer, and the Lawhans are going to send you a $25 gift card.
Thank you. Well, bless your heart. And thank, thank you, you, Marie. Thank you so much for, for calling. And uh, the Lawhans of Lawhan Landscape is going to send Marie a $25 do, gift card. They do wonderful work, and they're great people. Yes, they are. They've done a lot of work for me, too. Uh, but, Tom, you know, we, we've talked about appealing, and we've talked about uh, how to appeal an appraisal. We've talked about how to protect yourself against um, against uh, uh, the geographic uh, incompetence. Real quickly, let's talk about the difference between a home appraisal and a home inspection, because a lot of people, especially that aren't in the business, are not sure what the difference is. That's right. A home inspection looks at the mechanical and physical parts of a house. A home inspector is a roof expert, pretty much. He's a heating and air expert. He runs the heat and air and will check to see if there's like a cracked heat exchanger, things like that. Um, the, they'll run the dishwasher, check the electrical. I check value. They check mechanicals. They, they know nothing about values. I know a little bit about the mechanicals. I can tell if a roof is really bad or not, but I couldn't, I wouldn't know a cracked heat exchanger if it hit me in the face. <laughs> so uh, we, we concentrate on value. They concentrate on the mechanical, uh, physical aspects of the house. And the inspections are not, um, they're not, required by the mortgage company we recommend that they get an inspection but they're not required but the appraisal is required that's right that's the that's, difference that's right and i take pictures of everything i i think might be suspicious like a very very old air conditioner i said this thing looks like it's 25 years old mm-hmm. uh, you may want to you know recommend I, I would recommend uh, uh, an air conditioning certification or if it's uh, maybe in Midtown, uh, uh, one of the coal-converted-to-gas yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah. boilers, uh, that, that would be a, a flag. You'd take a picture of that and say, hey, you, you may want to get this checked out. Right, right. And that's that's exactly what appraisers do. And we look at the big things. Yes, and your your list of repairs or things that you make, that's the ones that the, that the um, mortgage companies are really paying attention to, not as much so the inspection. That's right. But um, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust. And we're listening to Tom King talk about how to fix appraisal problems. And, Tom, how do we reach you on your number? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. Call us in the studio today, 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. The Mid-South's only home for news, weather, and traffic. News Talk 600 WREC, WEGRHD2 Memphis, and iHeart Radio Station. Hi, I'm Sally Baker in Memphis, Tennessee. You're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. And now, back to your host, Joe Garner.
Well, I guess that says it all, doesn't it, Tom? Uh, you have a song for everything. <laughs> I sit around and listen to these all the time. Get a life. <laughs> yeah, I need a life, don't I? You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com, and I, I hope you do. And uh, you can also connect with me by calling me the old-fashioned way, 901-482-0354. But you got to talk to me personally to work with me personally. In the studio, we have the appraisal expert, Tom King of Bill King & Company. We would love for you to join us around the table, and you can do that by calling us live today while we're on the air at 901-535-9732. And Joe, I got a question for you right quick. How do your, in the mortgage business, how do you as a mortgage company representative handle repair issues on these appraisals? You know... If you have a problem, you got to have a solution. That's, that's right. That's where and we that's, earn our money. <laughs> and that's what we do. Well, a common trend we're seeing in the mortgage offices, Tom, is when the buyer and seller sign the contract, the lender takes off running to process the mortgage. The home inspector comes out before the appraisal is done and makes a list of items that need repair in the home. The buyer stops the process immediately, a lot of times, when they get that inspection because all of a sudden... There's a second phase of negotiation that ensues because the buyer's trying to get the seller to pay for some of the items that are on the inspection. That's not the appraisal, but the inspection. The loan process can get delayed depending on how long it takes that buyer and seller to come to an agreement. So that's one problem we see. A good realtor can recognize some of the more obvious repair issues when they see the house and the best time to negotiate who's going to pay for those known repairs is when the initial contract is being signed. That is so true. Great advice. The mortgage company I work with is connected with a bank, and uh, we're, we're, we are mortgage bankers, so they keep their loans for a while and even service some of them. And because of that, uh, my position as a mortgage banker and not as a mortgage broker, see, I'm a banker, not a broker, most of the loans with repair issues can be worked out fairly easily. If the repairs mentioned on the appraisal and in the home purchase contract are structural in nature, and not just cosmetic. In most cases, the repairs will need to be done before closing by the buyer and seller, especially if it's like a, a leaky roof or rotted wood and things that affect the habitability of the house. But sometimes the seller gets a professional to come out. They can get the problems fixed and allow that seller to pay the contractor after closing when the seller gets the money. That's one workout that I've seen that's pretty sweet. Sometimes the buyer pays, and sometimes the buyer and seller split the cost to get those structural repairs done before closing. If the repairs are cosmetic, most lenders will allow these to be done after closing if necessary. And <clears throat> it's a lot easier to do that as a mortgage banker because, you know, the bank's holding on to the loans for a little while. If you're a broker and you've got to sell that loan immediately, it's harder for a broker to do that. Uh, mortgage companies that hold some of their loans and service them, we, we can allow even some of those structural repairs that I just mentioned to be completed after closing if the cost for the repair is not very high and if the borrower has enough funds, you know, in reserve to easily cover it without a hardship. Uh, these, um, these decisions are made in the lender's uh, underwriting department. I'm a mortgage banker, not a broker, so I can help you. And Joe, one of the neat things you can expand on there is what is a cosmetic repair as opposed to a required repair? Our appraisals are subject to repairs or as is right if we mark as is we can say well the carpet's a little dirty and and stained or 
uh, you know, the walls are are not exactly to my taste or, or something to that effect. Those are cosmetic. Mm-hmm. But when you're talking about cracks in the brick or leaky roofs or uh, an air conditioner that's bad, those are items that require repair. So uh, I thank I'd you for that. Throw that in. <laughs> you know, Tom, that's exactly right. And you said it. You couldn't have said it better. Uh, if parts are required that you got to order parts for some of these things, or maybe the windows have to be replaced and they're, they've been ordered. Do this several weeks before closing. I had, I've had at least two real estate transactions where the seller waited until a week and a half before closing to start trying to get the windows, the new windows and the custom windows installed. Well, they ordered the windows only to find out that it was going to take two to three weeks for the windows to even come in because they were custom on this deal. So anytime you have a part or a piece of something you have to order, do that early. My client uh, on this deal where the needed the new windows, she had already put her notice in with the apartments where she had been living, and then she had to find out that uh, her um, windows for this new house, that I mean the house that she was trying to buy was going to be delayed two or three weeks. She was starting to panic on me uh, because she had to be out of her apartment. But since her loan was already approved, subject only to that one repair being done, the sellers allowed her to go ahead and move in because in, the, in that particular case, lucky for her, the house was vacant. But sometimes sellers can't move out until they get the money from the sale of their house. And I have more solutions for that particular situation, but call me directly and I can share them with you. Uh, that's wonderful advice, Joe. And um, another question I have for you is what happens when that appraisal comes in low? I mean, that happens. It Unfortunately, i I've had that happen. I've had to do it, and nobody likes doing it, but no. uh, what can you do for that? Well, I did a survey yesterday, and I called about 20 realtors in the Memphis area and some even in the southeastern United States. But the most common problem they're having is with appraisal values coming in low due to how buyers are offering more than the sales price in some cases just to beat out the competing offers on that same house. And uh, the short supply of homes on the market and the high demand buyers are pushing these home prices up at a fast pace. Well, sometimes the fast pace of these rising prices is too fast for appraisers to keep current, valid, comparable sales for the area or to find those before the price on the house goes up again. Uh, Pam Bill, a realtor here in Memphis, the Memphis area of Cry Lake, sells a lot of condos downtown Memphis. She was working with a client who had a deadline on when they needed to close on the condo. In the middle of the loan process, the appraiser comes back on the condo with a surprisingly low value that could have just killed the entire deal. But you, you have to know this lady, Pam. She's really nice to everybody. She invited the appraiser to come do a tour of the condominium project and, I mean, really went all, all out for him. And uh, when, she, when he saw all the valuable amenities that were in this condo project and those that were close by, he was able to justify raising that value on the condo that he was appraising for them. So it helped the deal to go through. But when an appraisal value comes in for less than the sales price, the lender uses the lower, they, the lenders have to use the lower of the price or the appraised value, which won't, whichever value is lower, the price or the low appraisal value. Sometimes the buyer will pay extra money to make up the difference between that low uh, appraisal value and the price. Sometimes the seller comes down on the price to meet the appraised value, or of course sometimes the buyer and seller will meet in the middle. But if the buyer and seller cannot agree on what to do, as a mortgage loan officer, I will generally contact the realtor and see if they can provide better comparable sales on the houses like you discussed earlier, Tom. 
uh, that maybe more closely resemble our subject home. I mean, I've used this example a lot, but there was one, it was like a $250,000 house recently in, uh, in the Collierville area, which is a bedroom community of Memphis. And, you know, the, the thing came in at like $10,000 low. Well, the realtor knew that market, knew it very well, looked at the comps, and he said, you know what, all the comps that this appraiser used of, of past sales, you know, in the area, they were not updated with all the granite countertops and all the, the stuff. He said, um, these other comps over here would have been better. So he wrote a really nice letter, just like you suggested, Tom, <laughs> that he was very nice and very um, kind, and, but he pointed out that he felt these other comps would be better. Well, the long story short on that is we didn't get the $10,000, but we did get 8000 added, which helped our deal to go through. Here's another one. This happened on a house in Illinois. We um, got an appraisal back really low. Well, me, uh, the 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 realtor and and me and me and my underwriting team, we started looking into what was wrong with this. Well, it was measured wrong, and it had uh, erroneous information. Like it said, it had a pull down uh, attic stair. Well, it didn't. It had a really nice walk up, walk in attic, and a lot of other things. The measurements were off, and so we were able to get the um, measurements corrected on that. That, unfortunately, the appraiser didn't come off of anything on that particular deal. But a lot of times, if you can point out measurement problems, you can get something rectified on that. That's absolutely right. And especially on relocation appraisers, appraisals, the the relocation expert is looking at two appraisals side by side. Uh-huh. And those things have to be pretty much right. And yeah. they, they call you up, and we have to resolve that all the time. So. Uh, we do our very best, but we're not perfect, you know. <laughs> well, uh, you know, we're talking about common real estate appraisal problems and how to fix them. They're out there, but there's ways to fix them, and that's what we're talking about on Real Estate Mortgage Shop today. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also find me hanging around Evolve Bank and Trust in Memphis, and I can work with you anywhere in the country. Across the coffee table, we have Tom King with Bill King Company, an expert appraiser. And, Tom, how can we reach you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And we've got just a few minutes before uh, we're going to go off the air here in the next 15 minutes or so. So uh, we'd love to hear from you, and you can call us while we're live today. That's June the 24th, 2017 at 901-535-9732. We'll see you guys back in just a moment. Hi, I'm attorney Mark Sturpko with the Sturpko Law Group from New Orleans, Louisiana, and I listen to the Real Estate Mortgage Shop. Lift it up higher. We're talking about that appraisal value, Tom. (laughs) Get it higher than what it was. You're on Real Estate Mortgage Shop. I am Joe Garner, your host. I am a mortgage loan officer. You can connect with me at jogarner.com. You can also send me an email at jo at jogarner.com or call me 901-482-0301. 
1-800-242-1354. And Tom, how do we get a hold of you? Give me a call at 901-487-6989. And it's time for... The real estate tip of the week. And I think you have it, Tom. There you go. We're talking about competency in appraisers. And what I need you to do is make sure that appraiser is competent to do that appraisal. And in order to be competent, you really need to be a member of the MLS system. And that's multiple listing service. The appraiser has to be a member. the, The appraiser has to be a member because you've got to put that listing number and days on market on that appraisal. So if they're not a member of it, I think you can call that mortgage company and uh, say, we want another appraiser. How do you find out? Ask your uh, realtor to do a membership search and see if that person is a member of the multiple listing service. There you go. And that's a good tip for realtors, too. One other quick tip. I'm going to get on my soapbox just a second now. When When you agents meet an appraiser, please introduce yourself. I know that sounds silly, but you would be amazed at how many agents will meet me at the house and never introduce themselves. And then they'll call back and say, well, why didn't you call me or something like that? And I said, well, I didn't know who was meeting me at the house. I thought you were the neighbor. You never said, hey, I'm Susie Susie Jones from ABC uh, real, real Estate Company, and I'm here to meet you to see if you have any questions on the appraisal. <laughs> I, th- I didn't know if you were the agent, the neighbor, the the just a interested citizen, or, or who else. <laughs> Please introduce yourself to me. Great tip. Well, you know, I've got some uh, real. I've got some announcements. Uh, Talk Shop offers free networking and education to anyone interested in real estate or in business. Talk Shop meets every Wednesday, nine to ten a.m. Over at Nova Copy Conference Center, seventy-two fifty-one Appling Farms Parkway, right here in Memphis. This Wednesday, June the 28th, 2017, you can join other business people for the Mastermind Principle based on the book Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Talk shop events are free thanks to advertisers like Dr. Dale and Leanne Foster of Neurosource, recently featured on Channel 5 News here in Memphis for their success working with veterans suffering from PTSD. Dr. Dale and uh, Leanne, they help their patients by retraining their brain without prescription drugs, and they can help you overcome anxiety, ADHD, brain injuries, memory struggles. It goes on and on. You can connect with them at memphisneurofeedback.com. And uh, thank you also to Mary Jane Leslie of Signs Now of Memphis, 4945 American Way, right here in Memphis, 901-368-1415. She does vehicle wraps, uh, banners, and other signage that can direct your customers to you. Now, that survey I talked about, I I talked to a bunch of realtors, but I want to say a special thanks for the ones who actually called me back and spent time helping us put together our research for today. Pam Bill, Cry Like in Memphis. Uh, Mike Ford, Colwell Banker Heritage Homes in Crittenden County, Arkansas. Princess Parker, Cry Like in Memphis. Alan Brassville with Keller Williams. Uh, He works out in Hardeman County. Uh, Wendy Quinn of Cry Like in Memphis. Whit Pulliam working in the Nashville area. Pat Goldstein, Cry Like in Memphis, and Bill Stewart of Remax here in Memphis, Rita Hallam of Cry Like in the Memphis area. Thank you guys for taking the time out of your busy day to uh, help us get uh, the right stuff going on our on our research. For this podcast of Real Estate Mortgage Shop and more, you can go to jogarner.com. Subscribe by emailing jo at jogarner.com. Put subscribe on there. You'll get uh, an update of every new blog post with embedded podcasts, show notes, and a whole lot more resources just by doing that for free. 
Real Estate Mortgage Shop reminds you to make your plan. Let's work your plan. If the deal works for you today, let's, let's do, do it, it today. today. <laughs> and I got a couple quotes. Uh, one is, I can't pronounce the guy's name, okay? It's Hazrat Khan. Uh, here it is. Some people look for a beautiful place. Others make a place beautiful. That's wonderful. And here's one from Sarah Jane. Let's fill our houses with memories instead of things. And I've got a quick one for you. Nothing changes. No, nothing changes if nothing changes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> How can I mess up a five-word quote? But I did. I'm well, sorry. okay. Well, I tell you what. We're getting. We've only got a couple minutes here to go. I think you were going to share a story, Tom, about uh, something about appraisals. Well, <laughs> that's right. And one of the things that I think, if you're going to meet the appraiser, please confirm the sales price. Sometimes when we get a contract, that fifth or fourth or fifth addendum can be hidden in there say here's the house and you can provide some sales there's nothing wrong with that to the appraiser and the other thing is i want to confirm the sales price with you and make sure that the latest counter offer is on the top realtors when you scan it over to the mortgage company please do please do i've seen it buried in the disclosure statement Mm -hmm. sometimes and we have to go page by page we do that anyway but it's best to have it out there to where we can see which offer is accepted and there's an X mark on there by the uh, by the by the. Yeah, I know, and I had one just the other day. Well, actually, it was a long time ago. But I talked to one of the realtors on this list yesterday, and he had one that came in really low because um, the um, uh, the other agent that was on the deal did not send over the latest counter. So it was a it was a problem. So be sure you get that latest counter offer, that higher price. Otherwise, the appraiser's thinking the house is selling for less. And you can appeal that value, but you can't say, well, I, I changed the, the appraiser cannot say I changed the value because I didn't know what the sales price is. That's not a good reason. Right. You got to have that's that. That's not a valid reason to change the sales price. That's right. Or so the appraised value. Very, very good. Very good on that. So make sure you've got the right, uh, the right price on there. Put it on the top when you scan it. And if you do have to change the price later in the deal, make sure that everybody has received it and the mortgage companies uh, will need to send that to the appraiser. And hopefully it's before the appraiser actually does the value because it's like you said, they can't they can't raise the value just because you raised the price. If you can't meet the appraiser, you may want to give them a call and say, hey, were there any questions you had or anything like that? We'll be happy to talk to you. Investors, let me share this. If you if you are buying a house, and I've got several like this. i got one right now where the guy's buying at a really low price. He's going to put a lot of work into this thing in the next two weeks. Save your receipts. Make a report. Show pictures before and after to give that appraiser a reason to give you the higher price because you've earned it. That's right. Great tip. Well, you're listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop. We've loved hanging out with you, and I hope that you join us next Saturday. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Real Estate Mortgage Shop, where we offer you solutions to your real estate and financing scenarios. I'm Joe Garner, your host, mortgage professional. Catch this podcast and more at jogarner.com.